it seems like uh, this issue of uh, the higher education uh, sector and especially looking at the uh, universities and uh, tertiary institutions is becoming highly polis- uh, 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 politicized rather at a very early stage of the year. What is the department's uh, view? I know that there was a huge uh, disagreement with uh, uh, the minister uh, this week at a press conference uh, disagreeing with this call by the EFF uh, to actually have walk-ins by students. Do you still maintain that um, uh, mantra as the uh, Department of Higher Learning? I think there's a lot of noise about this, Benjamin, and Mm. let me try to put it into perspective. Sure. Um, we have in the department and across the system something called the Apply Now campaign and the Keta Career Advice and Development Center. And from March every year through to September, we go out through radio stations across all languages. We have career advice um, uh, on those uh, radio stations and we inform young people that if they want to enter into the post-school system, they should apply on time. Mm. There are career um, uh, events. We work with the Department of Basic Education. Over a million booklets go out to Mm. schools from March onwards. So we don't expect young people at school not to have applied for spaces in the system. Mm. Other people, and it's always been the case, who took gap years or who didn't go to university or CBET college and then want to apply, also apply during that time. So the majority of young people who wanting to go to an institution have already applied. But we all also know that there may be others who didn't and who've fallen through the gap. And since 2013, uh, you'll remember in 2012, mm. there was that terrible incident at University of Johannesburg. Sure. So since 2013, we have had in place every year a system. It's called the Central Application Clearing House, Mm. the CATCH. It catches anybody who's left out of the net. And what what happens at universities, even at the colleges, is young people apply. Mm. And they don't necessarily get the place that they apply for. Mm. Now they need a space. Mm. And in the past, before, before 2012, those students used to go wandering around in a kind of bus, mm. going from campus to campus, so. trying to find a space. And it caused a lot of difficulty. And mm. um, since then, we've operated the catch. And each year, what happens is that students who don't get a space in the, in the um, institution they have applied for get referred through to the catch. So. Their information is registered on the system. And they can get onto it online or through telephone number. Uh, a toll-free telephone number or through an SMS. So it's quite available to everybody. Now, we that's, also that's, advertise so. to, to, to people immediately after mm. the matric exams. Please, if you didn't apply and now you find you mm. are able to apply, please come through that and we will try our best to assist you to find an opportunity that's still available in the post-school system. Uh, uh, Dr. So I think, Dr. I think there's sure. a lot of noise about this mm. that isn't necessary. Dr. Park, I hear that, that there have been some uh, long-term contingency plans that have been put in place uh, for this online system to actually be made available to uh, students. But there's also another issue that is at hand here in terms of uh, the messaging around this particular resource in terms of how it's been politicized 
emphasized right now. Adding to the confusion is the issue of uh, the president uh, uh, calling for free education. And some people have said that uh, it has been a premature announcement in December at the ANC conference. And it seems like there are contradictions because we heard from the minister that it's going to be a five-year plan. But still in that, there's still questions around where that money is going to come from. How's the department dealing with that announcement? And was it actually consulted before that announcement was made? Let me put it this way. Since 20, I don't know, since 2010, 2011, 2012, mm. <laughs> there's been an ongoing process around trying to understand, you know, exactly how we could implement something that is been government policy for some time. And we have been introducing progressively free higher education, if you like, through the NISAS system, given that um, a large portion of the funding made available has been in terms of grants and bursaries. Um, however, the, this need to be able to introduce really full funding to cover young students, particularly poor students, is something that we have all agreed on for many years. It's not a new thing. The Hare Commission was set up to advise governments on that. There's been a whole process around all of these aspects for years. So it's not something new that suddenly came out. But what's, was, but, but what's new, Dr. Parker, sorry to, get you, sorry to interrupt, to interrupt you there, is the question around, uh, with this latest announcement, people don't know where the extra resources and where the money is actually going to come from. Okay, let me, let me put it this way. When the president announced this, he did announce that it was going to be introduced in 2018 and it would be phased in. Now, what we mean by that is with first-year students in 2018. So what the minister said didn't contradict anything that the president had said. In fact, what it did was it outlined and clarified what was in the president's statements. I think that's the first thing we have to understand. Mm. Now, introducing it fully in terms of providing full bursaries for students in 2018 just means expanding the NISFAS, what we used to have in NISFAS, DET, DHET loan um, uh, fund mm. into a bursary fund, and it will require additional funding. Now, what the minister said was it's not in her remit to indicate the total amount of funding that will be made available. It's up to the minister of finance that's in his remit, and that would always be done in the budget vote speech in February. This has happened in the past, in mm. 2015, when there was a, a task team to look at the short-term funding challenges for universities after the announcement of the so-called zero percent. Nobody knew where that funding was going to come from, but what was said by government was we will find the funding to deal with this zero percent. Mm. I can remember being asked by journalists, where is the funding going to come from? And all I could say was, Government has indicated that this will be implemented, and therefore we have to trust that it will be implemented. We are in a situation mm. where we will be going forward. It has been announced, and I don't think there's any need to think that there's going to be chaos, because this is just about strengthening and expanding 
systems that are already in place. Mm. Dr. Parker. And we will work mm. with our institutions mm. to ensure that it, it, it happens. Mm. Dr. Parker, I think also the conflation of issues is the fact that what you just highlighted, that the fact that the, the funding will be made available in February, but uh, uh, we know that uh, registration processes <laughs> start tomorrow, and that could confuse students who are registering and need that funding. I think I think we need to put it in the perspective of government's um, financial year and university financial year. And I think anybody who knows about the system understands this. Funding to universities is given in April each year. Mm. And their funding is, is you know, it comes from April through to the the, the, the next um through to March. Whereas the university's calendar year starts in January. So the fact that students are starting in January mm. is not really relevant to the fact that funding will be made available in April. The issue is that in February, we need mm. to understand which students okay. um, qualify for funding. And if they qualify for funding, they will be supported. Mm. So it's for, the, the biggest, the biggest um, uh, process that we have to deal with over the next while is the registration process and identifying students who qualify for funding mm. so that they can be supported. And we have a process in place mm. already with universities and TV colleges and this fact that allows uh, upfront funding to be provided to universities to ensure that those students who qualify can register without paying any fee and that they can be supported in their, in their um, process. So, so the critical issue mm. is getting the administration right around ensuring that we identify the students quickly so that they can register and can be supported from the beginning of the year. Well, also, let's just go back to the issue of uh, walk-ins for tomorrow in terms of, do you have a a contingency plan if we do see those walk-ins tomorrow? Uh, What is the department actually doing to make sure that we don't see chaos? And also, we know that there's another meeting happening uh, tomorrow with the department, with professors of various um, learning institutions. Tell us a little bit about that as well as we wrap it up. I've got a minute left, so you have to be very brief, uh, Dr. Parker. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. We, we, we would appeal to all young people who don't have a space in the post-school system and are looking for a space to register with a catch because the catch will provide you with a, a cheap alternative to finding spaces that are available. If a person just rocks up at an institution um, saying, no, I haven't got a space, that's very unlikely to be able to just register because institutions have thousands of applicants already that they're busy mm, processing. Mm. And, and it will only be through that system okay. that you will be able to know where there are spaces available. So we do appeal to people to do that. But obviously institutions will have to deal on a one-one basis with anyone who does come in. Mm. Um, we don't expect there to be chaos. Okay. Then uh, in terms of our meeting, we've got a, just a normal operational meeting with okay. University of South Africa where we will be discussing various aspects right. of operationalization, and that will be happening tomorrow and on Tuesday with TV College principal.